0: Thank you for downloading this podcast from The Reedy Clubby Show on Talk Radio 702 and 567 Cape Talk. For more, please go to 702.co.za or Cape Talk z a 702 and Cape talk the naked scientist yes the naked scientist is with us and you can call him and ask him whatever you want to ask this is your opportunity to satisfy uh, your curiosity about the world in which we live 021-446-0567-01-883-0702 Chris good morning. Good morning. Thank you so much. Now, I find this story quite disturbing. Uh, Do I have a reason to be disturbed? Using the oral contraceptive pill can alter the way a woman chooses a mate?
1: Yes. Well, this has been sort of on the cards for a little while that someone would would do this study. But it's a group of researchers who are at the University of Florida State University. And they recruited a big group over 100 newlyweds. And they followed them for between one and four years after they got married, taking regular assessments from them of how satisfied they were with the quality of their marriage. And from their data, they could extract out people who gave a report that before they got married, because they took other information away from them too, they were on the oral contraceptive pill and they were on the oral contraceptive pill when they met their partner and married them and then people who stopped the oral contraceptive pill during their marriage. And what they were looking for was whether those people who had been on the pill when they met their partner, got married to their partner, and then stopped the pill, whether they reported any change in the satisfaction of their marital quality Mm -hmm. after stopping it, because they're interested in whether the pill might change a woman's perspective or degree of attraction towards her partner mm. because there've been some suggestions that this may happen and intriguingly those people who stopped taking the pill in the middle, in the, in their marriage probably because for instance they wanted to have a baby or something if they had an attractive husband in other words they got these people also to send in pictures of their partners and they had an independent panel of people to rate the attractiveness of their partner if they had a partner who is above average attractiveness then those women were much more likely to report quite a significant increase in the quality of or the satisfaction they reported in their marriage. Whereas, if you ask the women who had a partner who was judged to be, shall we say, slightly less easy on the eye, (laughs) then those people actually said they got a lot less satisfied in their marriage. They got quite disappointed, in fact. Why should this be? Well, when you take the pill, what it does is it tricks your body into thinking that you are pregnant. And when a woman is pregnant, and also when she is not at her most fertile period in the month, in other words, the time when she's most likely to conceive, a woman's taste in, in a man changes. And women tend to go for men who show more nurturing, more other kind of asset-rich features, such as having money, um, having a good education, that would make them a good parent. Oh. But when women are most fertile, around day 14 in the month, they tend to change or rate, on average, men who show more masculine-type associated features, like big stature, fairly burly, testosterone fueled aggression, that kind of thing, that would make them uh, a powerful mate. Wow. And for this reason, when you get married on the pill, you are looking through the tinted glasses of what the pill makes you like, by making you think you're either pregnant or not in your fertile period, when you are therefore married and you stop the pill, now your cycle returns to normal. Around day 14, you're looking for someone who 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 you really want to be fiercely attracted to because you're also feeling most randy at that time of the month. <laughs> uh, and the person who you, you are with is not the person who you would have chosen in that regard. So therefore, what they're saying is you should be very careful when choosing a partner if you're on the pill.
0: Wow, this is so fascinating. I think the, these findings, Chris, justify women uh, having the right to have a man for every season.
1: <sighs> or a man for every day of the week, maybe, just so they <laughs> That's can get their options
0: open. <laughs> That's a bit too much. Right, <laughs> for the men
1: or for the women? <laughs>
0: <laughs> Let's go straight to the line. Uh, is it Gillian in Centurion? Hi. Now, I just have a question. Can you feel two pains at the same time?
1: Hi, Gillian. Are you referring to from the same part of your body or from different parts of your body?
0: From different parts of your body. In other words, one in your arm and one in your leg.
1: You definitely can, but. Can I listen on the radio? you definitely can experience two, two pains independently because if you, if you stick two needles in someone in two different parts of their body, they will yeah. definitely be able to tell you, I am experiencing two independent pains. The thing about your consciousness is that although we think we're feeling and seeing everything all of the time around us, actually consciousness is a bit like a spotlight shone on the stage at a theatre production. Although all the action continues to unfold on the stage you're largely oblivious to what all the other actors are doing when you're watching the lead actor in the spotlight. And consciousness is like that. So there'll be a greater degree of focus on the thing that you are attending to and less focus on the thing you're attending to less so if you have a fairly trivial irritation and then a fairly severe pain then your consciousness will switch towards the thing that is the dominant thing attracting your attention and you'll be more likely to suppress or filter out the less important thing but if you've got severe injuries everywhere you're probably going to report it hurts everywhere and that's what people who have had pretty serious major major organ or or major body part trauma do report for instance crash victims
0: very interesting uh, is it Mughal in Ridgeway good morning you've got something on freezing Hi. water yeah Hi. yeah I, I put uh, a bottle in the freezer and uh, when I took it out it was still liquid and as soon as I opened the cap I saw uh, water turning into ice from top to bottom and uh, it, it froze in five seconds hmm. So you, you want to know Hi. why... Yes, you want to know why when yeah, you put it yeah, in the freezer, yeah, it didn't well, freeze. Huh? But why, you... why it wasn't frozen when uh, it was in the freezer, but as soon as I opened the lid, uh, yeah. water froze.
1: This is a really interesting phenomenon of water, Mughal, which is about the fact that water can become super-cooled, and it can in fact not freeze at 0 degrees, which is what the textbooks would tell you, but water may exist as a liquid as low as minus 40 Degrees C. And it takes something to trigger it to start the crystallization process. And the reason for this oh. is that when water turns from a liquid into ice, this is a very different configuration or arrangement in three dimensional space of the water molecules. And if you don't move the water and you just very gently lower the temperature progressively down, it's perfectly possible for the liquid not to have been given a sufficient jolt to trigger that crystallisation process, and it remains liquid, but at very low temperature. When you take the liquid out of the fridge, for example, what you're actually doing is shocking it, or moving it, or causing it to, to change shape suddenly. And what tends to happen is that this either encourages it to reconfigure, or, more usually, the water touches something on the side of the bottle which may be a tiny little speck of ice from a bit of condensation which was higher up the bottle not in the water or an irregularity on the surface of the bottle and this acts as what's called a nucleation site this very sharp rough point helps the water to form that initial seed crystal or in other words arrange the molecules in three dimensional space just to start a little ice crystal going and once you've got a little ice crystal it seeds the formation of a big ice crystal. In other words, it triggers the water across the rest of the bottle to make that switch into a solid. And we actually did this as a very nice experiment on the Naked Scientist. Um, If you go to nakedscientist.com slash kitchen science, we actually did this a few years back with fizzy drink because when you take the cap off a fizzy drink bottle, the dissolved carbon dioxide pushes down, because if you dissolve something in water, it pushes down the freezing point of water If you then take the cap off, the carbon dioxide comes out, it releases the gas, which raises the freezing temperature of the water above the temperature the water's now at, and it instantly starts to freeze in exactly the same way that you saw. It's the same science. And out there on the roads, you can sometimes get a phenomenon called freezing rain, and it's the same thing. The raindrops come down through the air, and they're liquid, and it's only when they hit the windscreen of your car that they suddenly turn from a liquid to a solid almost instantly and it completely freezes over on your windscreen. It's very scary when it happens because you literally cannot, you go from perfect vision to, Mm. oh, my windscreen is frozen solid and I cannot see a thing.
0: Gerrit, please stay on the line. I find your question fascinating. Back in a moment.
1: 702 and Cape Talk.
0: The Naked Scientist. And we're taking your calls, your tweets, your SMSs. Let's go to Gerrit in Binoni. Good morning. Good morning. I have
1: a a bit of a tongue-in-cheek question. Um, for example, if one lives in South Africa and you have a German shepherd, say, and you now, and it's a purebred, and you emigrate to Spain and you arrive in Spain, and your dog now meets a bunch of
0: German shepherds that have been brought up in Spain and lived there for a couple of, let's say, generations of, in dogs' lives, are they still going to understand each other fully? Is the bark going to be the same when they bark at each other? Are they still going to be barking in the same way? That's my my question, tongue in cheek, but
1: I'd like to
0: know. I love a it. Thank you. I'll listen <laughs> All on the right. radio. Sure.
1: Hi, It's a very good question. And the answer is that animals do have regional specialisation, animals that use sound. We've found this in recent years for whales and dolphins. Researchers at the University of St Andrews in Scotland have been studying underwater mammals, and they've found that they certainly have accents that are regional. So whales uh, that live in one part of the world will speak a certain way and have language which appears to be... F- that there are some sounds which they use uniquely to communicate. If you look at how dogs communicate, they live in a world which is dominated by smell. Up to a third of a dog's brain is decoding what's going up their nose, and therefore smells aren't really going to change depending upon which part of the world you live in. Um, The smell of you in other words and another dog. So that would be the same. Dogs also have tails and they use their tails to signal to each other whether they're feeling friendly or they're unfriendly. They also signal those intentions to us too and that's probably not going to change. So I think a dog probably would get on quite well with a dog that's been living in another country for a long period of time as most owners will attest because pets have passports too these days. Certainly across the European Union for example, dog owners can get a pet passport and and take their dogs and cats to various places and these animals don't appear to have a problem settling into their new home and making new friends so i think it's unlikely that that's going to seriously affect them where there will be an issue is the dog's comprehension of what you say because dogs don't have the same language centers in their brains necessarily that we do but they decode what we say with the same parts of their brains And a story has just come out this week actually, it's in the journal Current Biology and we've put a write-up and a a special podcast of this on our website just yesterday and researchers have looked at which parts of the nervous system dogs are using when they're listening to what we say to them and it's certainly true that if you speak to a dog in an accent which is different to normal, as in what it calls normal, Mm. it will struggle more than if it hears your voice. And certainly we used to do some experiments when my brother had a friend coming to stay with us from France. The French boy would speak to our dog and the dog didn't have a clue what he was going on about. <laughs> so we taught the dog the same words in French and then the dog was fine because he could learn French. And he just Whoa. couldn't understand then what the, ex- the French person, the French accent was getting. And once, once he's improved his accent enough, then the dog was fine. But oh, <laughs> it geez. was easier to teach the dog a French word than, than to try to teach the French boy to speak English in a way the dog would understand. (laughs) That's
0: phenomenal (laughs) Must have been funny too Uh, Chris, I picked this up from your Twitter account That bankers are more dishonest When they think about their jobs
1: Oh, yes, this is very, very interesting. Uh, A a researcher at the University of Zurich called Michel Marechal last week published this paper in Nature where they wondered whether bankers who, it turns out, actually, the public trust, if you do surveys, people report lower levels of trust in a banker than in a person in prison. Uh, (sighs) Interesting that, isn't it? Is that a reasonable label? And so they thought this seems a bit unfair. They took a large group of bankers, more than 100, and they asked them to do a simple task. They had to sit in a room, no one was watching them, and they had to toss a coin. And every time they got a head, they won $20. And they had to self-report how many heads they got and how many tails they got. Before they did this, they put them into one of two mindsets, either a mindset of talking about their leisure time, their home life, their family, and so on, or they asked them to talk all about their job at the finance industry, effectively putting them in a banking mindset. When they were thinking first about their family and their home life and what they liked to do on their day off, the bankers reported that 50% of their coin flips were heads and they won money 50% of the time. In other (laughs) words, they were being honest, equivalent to a general member of the population. When the bankers were first primed to think about their job, that number shifted to a win 75% of the time. Now, we know with a coin toss, it's completely fair odds, (laughs) 50-50. Therefore, the bankers were absolutely cheating. In other words, when they think about their work, when they think about their workplace it makes them adopt a dishonest mindset. And the suggestion being put forward in this Nature paper is that this leads... It's the environment, a corrosive environment that encourages corruption and it encourages people to think in a way of how you get one over another person. And it's not that the individuals are any more dishonest than normal. That's possibly an unfair label. It's probably the environment that makes them become that way. In other words, banks need to focus and and finance industries need to focus on addressing the social norms in their industry Mm to get people to realize that it's not acceptable to behave that way, and then no one will.
0: Let's go to Frida in Belleville. Hi. Hi. Um, I want to know, um, I think it's called the piss under the orange, the white skin. Uh-huh. I've never read anything about it. I wondered if there's any research being done into it, if, um, if it's got any value or anything. Any nutritional value, the white part of an orange
1: well it does have value in the sense that this is this is the flesh of the fruit and you can eat it and it will impart some calories to you because that fleshy material is It's plant matter, so it's got some soluble fibre in it. It's also got some protein in it. But it's not the mainstay of what's in the fruit. Obviously, that's the flesh, and that's where most of the water and most of the other vitamins and other things that you're eating the fruit to get at are. The pith is there because when the fruit was developing, the fruit started off just as effectively a flower. And and at the bottom of the flower is an ovum, and, in other words, an area where there's an egg there which is going to get fertilised by pollen, and that turns into the fruit. Well, in order to get the nutrition into those juicy segments in your orange, for example, the plant has a system of veins and little vessels that deliver nutrients and sugars and pump them in. And once the fruit is mature and the plant has, has finished making the fruit, it doesn't need that vascular network anymore, and it just turns into these pithy structures, and that's basically where the pith comes from.
0: Mac know, in Randburg, hi. Hi. Uh, yes. Uh, I wanted to check that uh, if an aircraft takes off with an XK of of uh, uh, the weight of the luggage and the people, water and food and so on, Amid air uh, people eat the food and bring some of the, fo- the water and so on, will the uh, plants be carrying the same weight after people have eaten?
1: <laughs> the if thomas is, has
0: been eating yeah, ab- no absolutely
1: uh, the the plane mm-hmm. does not change its mass when it's in the air because it's a sealed unit in other words think of it this way imagine i've got a, a very big cupboard full of food at one end of the plane and all these people are sitting at the other end of the plane what i've effectively done by getting people to eat the food is i've moved the trolley from one end of the plane it, the food is in the cupboard to the other end of the plane. Um, in other words, it's now inside the people. But the food hasn't broken down and left the plane. It's still in the plane, albeit inside the people. Put another way, say I had the food in lunch boxes, and I moved the lunch boxes to inside a cupboard. They'd still weigh the same amount when they were inside the cupboard or outside the cupboard. Therefore, the overall mass of the aeroplane as a unit has not changed. You've just redistributed where that mass is inside the aeroplane. Therefore all of the things which the aeroplane is paying for to stay airborne, in other words, the drag and doing work against gravity, which is trying to bring the plane down, those things haven't changed, and therefore the rate of fuel burn is going to be exactly the same. So, no, the people eating and drinking the water isn't going to affect things unless the plane has a leak in the toilet, and what the people put down the toilet then ends up leaving the aeroplane in the form of a a rather brown-coloured rain, which will fall onto the earth below.
0: Very interesting. We've had a question about bananas before, uh, Chris. You want to ask uh, about the banana peel?
1: Yes, um, uh,
0: very interesting thing. I mean, if you if you peel a banana, it's, 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 the peel turns black almost immediately. Um, and I, I'm talking about a, a banana peel. It's in a um, uh, maybe a lunchbox, uh, like foil foil covered or something like that. And uh, you peel the banana, you put the banana peel back in, into the uh, uh, the foil. Um, coated uh, uh, lunchbox, and, but after a while it's completely black. I have a- okay. Uh, Chris, do you have an answer for that? Y- yes, indeed. The
1: reason that fruit ripens is because plants talk to each other. They put out chemical signals which one plant emits, another plant picks up, and this affects the maturation or the growth processes in neighbouring plants and the reason for them doing this is that if you take a a plant this is a very simple example but if you take a plant that an animal might like to eat if you've got one plant and the animal comes along and eats it it will produce various chemicals that are almost like a red alert signal and they tell all of the adjacent plants to speed up their growth or turn on various toxins to make them taste nasty so that they can fend off the same animal coming and eating them it's sort of similar with fruit fruit talk to each other because they're obviously modified forms of, of plant tissue and the same signals will make fruit mature. In your fruit bowl the chemical conversation that's going on amongst the different items of fruit is the gas ethene, and bananas produce a huge amount of it. If you peel a banana, you change the escape of the ethene from inside the banana onto the outside of the banana. This is my theory, and therefore you massively accelerate the rate of maturation of the plant skin tissue, which is why it goes black. Plant cells go black when, actually, you, you put more ethene into them. And I suspect there's more ethene inside the banana, and as soon as you peel it, more gets onto the outside, and that's why they accelerate their maturation. Also, when you peel it, you traumatise the tissue. And, uh, in in other words, as you peel the banana down, you're bending the tissue and pushing it all over the place, and I think that may also bust open cells and release more ethene and also release other things that are inside cells that break down adjacent cells. And so it's a combination of the release of this ethene and also damage to the tissue, causing it to degrade, that makes that very accelerated banana-skin-goes-black phenomenon happen.
0: Chris, we'll chat next week. It's no problem. See you soon. Tata, bye bye. We will podcast that conversation with Chris, and you can also follow uh, the Naked Scientist on Twitter, and it is at Naked Scientists.
1: Thinking about your next career move in research and development? Then it's time to make your move to the UK, the nation that's investing 20 billion pounds in R and D over the next two years.